Hey, great one. It is Brandy at Brandy Jackson Wellness, and welcome back to the Holistic Ambition Podcast. This is a space for Black holistic mental health, wellness, and lifestyle conversations. And ultimately, my goal is to help Black women elevate their minds, bodies, and spirits to the highest capacity for health and wellness as a lifestyle. So this is going to be a more traditional episode where we kind of go through all the pieces of affirmation. We'll have our main topic. Then we'll do the wellness in real life (laughs) category uh, or corner, as they say. And then we'll jump into wellness and review and then do a food for thought. Um, And then any updates from there. So let's just jump right in with the affirmation for today. I really feel like it's about opening ourselves up. I just did a whole, um, I did a couple classes over the last month, really focusing on healing the inner child. And one of the biggest things that I um, expanded my knowledge and awareness around was the difference between um, how our inner child thinks in a collateral Uh, frame of mind. So like this always happens to me. You never do this, that or the other. That is a powerful way to like check in with yourself and acknowledge, hmm, is this real? Or is this just maybe my inner child acting up because they're not having, you know, whatever situation might be going down. Um, So that stood out to me because when we use a singular you know, frame of thought for what interactions we're experiencing. Um, That's our adult self kind of taking the lead again. And why this matters as far as the affirmation is because I really feel called to affirm that we will use our single, um, our single mind state or our single I guess I'm thinking a a present based mindset about what's happening. So like to use that through the week can be so powerful to just see um, whatever's coming at you this week in a singular uh, processed kind of way versus a collateral. It's going to give you so much power to really see what's there versus the collateral um, mindset of like always never um, you know, that deficit kind of thought pattern that can come in. So the affirmation for today is I will be open to see things in present tense. I will be open to see things in present tense. I will be open to see things in present tense. I will be present. I will have a present mindset. Um, so whatever whatever stands out for you, I just wanted to, to share this affirmation as a tool that you can use to build out a positive, full flowing week. And of course, you know, uh, the practice that I recommend here is going to be to just say that affirmation daily three times a day, just for 60 seconds each time to really put that on your mind space to like build those neurocognitive pathways um, and really start having that settle in um, to how we think, move and uh, behave. Okay. So now we've had our affirmation and I want to talk about the main topic and something I realized 
recently that I want to shift on in this podcast journey is I'm just going to free flow. So I'm not going to like prepare a topic months in advance. I'm just going to talk to you about what seems to be most interesting to me currently. And ideally, it probably matches maybe a goal you're working on as well. A lot of the listeners and a lot of my subscribers over on YouTube or in the uh, Holistic Ambition newsletter, we tend to have a little bit of synchronicity (laughs) going on, which is so cool. Um, But today's topic that I really want to dig in with you is going to be about holistic nutrition. We're going to talk a little bit about like the weight loss, um, (laughs) you know, healthy body because, um, it's interesting, you know, summer is coming. We're in spring now. We just kicked off spring, you know, just a couple weeks ago. So we're finally in spring, but usually this is the time of year where folks are really starting to think about healthy body, uh, summer body, that whole thing. And I think anybody is a good body. All bodies are good. So there's no like one shop, one stop shop, as they say. But for me, I, personally, I've been on a bit of an awareness journey and something that has triggered that for me has been the COVID-20. If you don't know about the COVID-20 or the COVID-10 or the COVID-30 or what have you, it's just kind of, you know, some of us realizing there's been a little bit of of a decrease on fitness practice and an increase on comfort eating and all of the things. And I am a person who has gone through a lot of practice to overcome comfort eating, uh, stress eating behaviors. But I have to say, even so, like, even if it's not necessarily overeating, I still found that by way of the foods I was eating, even if I wasn't overeating them, uh, they weren't maybe the healthiest options. And I kind of slid into that just because, you know, COVID has taken up some space in the attention department as far as like just trying to readjust. So my my issue was around starting to eat foods that were more con- convenience-based or quick or kid-friendly because I have two little boys and, you know, as the primary chef in the house, sometimes I'm going to be looking for the easy um, easiest road there. But this is a really great conversation because ultimately... Um, you know, with this being like the season or time where a lot of folks are getting more into healthy body, summer body mindset, and just kind of setting your own goals, whatever they may be. And um, it's not always weight loss. Sometimes it's weight gain as well. Um, this could be a really fun time to just kind of have that conversation and talk about some some key ideas that I have um, that could ideally help you um, if this is where you're at right now. So one thought I have um, that I'm personally activating for my my own journey is to really start looking at holistic nutrition um, and pairing that with um, a, a personal practice I c- I'm currently working on, which is to uh, track my meals and pay closer attention to what I'm choosing to eat and creating very simple holistic Uh, nutrition meals that are also low calorie, high volume. So low calorie, high volume is basically um, paired well with holistic nutrition because holistic nutrition essentially means that you're considering vegetables, fruits, grains, seeds, and, you know, some animal protein, but not an overconsumption. 
of animal protein as a way to keep your body healthy. So that means to keep your body um, optimized for complete and full function, right? So that means um, just being able to let your body be in a healthy state, which can include decreased um, symptoms of fatigue, decreased weight gain, decreased uh, symptoms of um, indigestion or um, some other physical symptoms that can happen is like brain fog. If you're not necessarily eating the right things, you also might find that you're going to have mood swings if you're not eating the right right foods. You're going to feel... a little bit edgy or on that roller coaster, emotional roller coaster, as they say. So you can kind of tell if your nutrition plan is working for you based on how it makes you feel. Like, is your mood in a good spot or does your mood feel like it could use a little bit more stabilization? Holistic nutrition is a tool for that. So um, I personally believe in plant-based slash flexitarianism (laughs) and that's just basically plant-based is where you're primarily eating a lot of plants for your nutrient value and ideally like to support your body's health and wellness plant-based eating can also include animal proteins it's just based on a percentage so there's a a limit to how much uh, animal protein you would eat in any given day which is about two ounces or so each day so that is like the the cap and then as far as flexitarian what that really means to me is some days I might eat more of any one thing just because I feel like I want to or I need to so that could be like a day where I'm working out where I might actually eat more animal protein than on the days I don't work out because my body responds really well to that so it's just a matter of also saying I'm gonna eat the ice cream today because that's what I feel like I need to do you know so it's just about kind of creating some flexibility as a flexitarian (laughs) to do whatever it is um, you feel you need and I guess that almost pulls a little bit at intuitive eating which in my mind feels a little bit interchangeable with flexitarianism um because basically you listen to your body and then go with that like whatever it is you feel like you need go ahead and have it and you know within reason like don't uh, binge eat or anything like that if you can help it but um intuitive eating is really the the tool where you're able to uh just kind of respond to what you personally feel you need without fear regret or guilt or any of those um side effects even being um something you you bother with so all that to say I just wanted to talk about like some of the nutrition concepts because folks are going into the you know heal my body um you know get my body in in, you know great shape season um with spring and summer uh, and covid 20 for me so the second concept now that we've kind of talked about some key nutrition practices are a couple things so one thing I want to cover next is going to be um, let's talk about um, fasting because I'm going to be hosting a four-week fasting challenge so that kind of relates as well Um, And there was one other key thought, but I'll jump over to that topic for now. So 
basically for the previous topic we covered holistic nutrition in the way of plant-based eating Uh, we talked about flexitarianism and intuitive eating so that hopefully helps you kind of decide what methods could be useful to you and if any of those would be ideal for your journey and now I want to talk a little bit about intermittent fasting for mental health as a holistic therapist mental health therapist I have over the last year or two started to really do a deeper dive on the benefits of intermittent fasting specifically for mental health and wellness and I gotta tell you there's some really good stuff happening I'm still trying to dig in and find more uh, peer-based research articles to share because I feel like someone else has probably already studied this But, you know, a lot of times studies don't happen if there's no money to be made (laughs) or if there's not a product that can be sold at the end. So sometimes it can be hard to find, you know, articles that, you know, encourage you to do something that's completely free. Um, But I'm going to keep looking. So if you happen to know of any, please send an email to contact at brandyjacksonwellness.com, Brandy with an I, um, because I'm on the hunt because I really want to do some more deeper dives and of course I've gotten books on fasting but none that specifically do a deep dive on the mental health aspect but all that to say I've been fasting or intermittent fasting for five six years way back dating to my um I started fasting initially around the time that I was really into CrossFit because there were some really cool uh, like challenges and I was really into like building out muscle and you know weightlifting that was kind of my intro point for all of that and that was when I started my locks which was about four and a half years ago so four and a half years ago I always get my numbers fuzzy but I like to have milestones <laughs> to connect and it usually helps me get get the numbers right so four and a half years ago I started my fasting journey or intermittent fasting journey and in the last year and a half or so I started to look more specifically at the mental health uh, components of intermittent fasting so I just want to talk just about a couple uh, benefits here so one thing to know about uh, fasting for mental health uh, some of the benefits you can expect is clarity of mind uh, ability to concentrate uh, increased memory so you're going to be more like likely to have a stronger sense of memory and recall. I also really love how intermittent fasting can increase like mood balance. It can increase or it can reduce symptoms of uh, sadness or depression. It can help reduce anxiety. It just kind of puts this um, this uh, coat of calm over you. And I'm not sure how, but I believe one of the key factors is when you're fasting, your body has this sensation or ability to increase its um, its other senses or sens- sensory skills. So like you might find like you naturally feel like your eyesight improves just a little bit. Uh, maybe your hearing improves just a little bit. Um, your sense of taste, not that you're necessarily eating anything when you're fasting, but your sense of feel and smell like your senses um, increase. It's similar, not exact, but um, just for the sake of giving a comparison here, it's similar to how um, someone who is deaf or blind will have 
increase on their other um, senses, in my opinion. So I just want to say for mental health, fasting can be a really great tool. Plus your body can uh, focus on doing its recovery work without having to worry about, you know, processing your meals when you're fasting. So it can be a really great way to also, um, you know, prolong your life, um, reduce your calorie intake and increase your metabolism, increase your anti-aging, collagen building uh, practice, you know, all of that cool stuff too. So fasting is something that can be a really wonderful tool for your mental health and also for a weight loss, um, weight management kind of health management, mental health management as well practice. So I wanted to bring that to your attention as you may be looking at like different ways to, you know, activate, you know, good health and um, self-care in the coming months. So if anyone's interested, we'll be doing the fasting challenge in the next couple of weeks here. And that'll be over on the Brandy Jackson Wellness YouTube channel. So be sure to subscribe and check it out if that is something that could be a of interest to you. Um, the videos will be just like little uh, live Q&As with a little workshop component where we can address one key part of intermittent fasting for mental health and kind of just do a little, little check-in. Uh, so no high stress or pressure, but just a you know good way to maybe come together and work on the goal together. Okay, so now that we've talked about fasting and the fasting challenge coming up, I feel like the last thing I really wanted to focus on as far as the health and nutrition department um, is just kind of share an interesting update of something that I uh, mentioned, but not really uh, deeply. So before we talked about um, holistic nutrition options and some of my favorites then we talked about fasting and how that can be beneficial for not just the body but also for mental health but now i want to talk about low calorie slash high volume eating so this is something that has been super fun for me lately as i have mentioned you know i got the covid 20 so i am 20 pounds over my preferred weight and all that means is I feel best in my body when I'm around 155-ish, 150 pounds. Like I feel like I could run marathons. I feel like I just spring right out of bed. So when I feel like I want to do any like weight management practices, it's usually because I don't feel light on my feet. And that's usually like the way I prefer to see my health and wellness versus, oh, I've gained weight. Oh, I need to lose weight. So I also want to just point out for anyone who's using that, oh, I, I'm overweight. Oh, I don't, I, I don't look good in the mirror, that kind of thing. Uh, oh, I need to lose weight. Please know that usually those types of thoughts don't inspire you to actually take any action. It actually just makes you feel bad and kind of keeps you stuck. So if you want to start retraining your mind to see your health and weight loss journey in a different way, way I consider I would encourage or uh, recommend um, that you maybe consider like how you want to feel instead. Do you want to feel light on your feet? Do you want to feel like you have 
tons of energy. So, you know, let that be the guide instead of the mirror. Let that be the guide instead of that, those negative thoughts, how you want to feel instead. Um, but let's talk a little bit now about like low calorie, high volume meals. Cause that's been something I have been having a really fun time Um, working on as a holistic nutritionist. So something that I have been thinking about moving into the YouTube channel is to start doing like different recipes that can be easy to like prep in advance or to make like in the moment that are low calorie. So that means low calorie content and calories are a general thing that matter um, in the way of nutrition, but there's more to it. So low calorie eating can be really, really great, but it also matters like the quality of the food you're going to be eating. So if you eat like 10 calorie rice cakes, that doesn't really have any nutritional value. But if you eat a cup of Uh, green beans, which is like 30 calories, that has high nutritional value. So low calorie alone is not the road um, for physical health. Um, It can actually cause havoc on your body if you're just eating 100 calorie this and that, and there's no, no nutritional value attached. But if we do low calorie, high nutrition, then we got something. So I have been working on low calorie, high nutrition uh, meals that work really well. So I would say that's the the one thing I've been thinking about sharing more or creating like a little ebook to give people like a seasonal cookbook to kind of get your high nutrition, low calorie options sorted out. But also as a person who has been a stress eater and a comfort eater, I am also a person who really enjoys high volume meals. And that means I don't want one rice cake to eat. I want my four my my what is it my four cups of broccoli and green beans with some chicken tenders and then a really good sriracha you know like I want a whole bunch of food to eat (laughs) so I don't eat just one thing I don't eat small meals I like really big meals and I am a happy person if I get to eat a high volume meal and I think it's just because I am a person who's used to eating larger portions and I don't know if it's a bad thing you know it just kind of depends what the large meal includes how nutrition based is it how useful is it and is it helping you you know feel better and light on your feet to go on and do the things you want to do with your day so all that to say consider low calorie options but also keep in mind the nutrition value. You want to have high nutrition value with low calorie. Those two things go together so well. And then you can also have high volume meals if it's low calorie, high nutrition. So I'm thinking about putting together some kind of resource or tool to offer, but just in general, like there's tons of um, information out there already to work with. But I just wanted to share these thoughts with you because I'm on a personal journey. I'm already um, just from implementing this practice of like tracking my meals and you know designing low calorie high nutrition high volume meals i'm losing about a pound to a pound and a half a week which is fine so i'll i'll reach my goal it'll be great life will be good i'm already feeling lighter on my feet and i'm just about a weekend so far 
Um, so all that to say, like it works, it can work really well for you too. So just wanted to put more information out there for you on your journey forward as well. So I would love any tips, tools, uh, um, anything else you feel that could be helpful, you know, share with me what that might look like in an email. Like do you, would, a a cookbook be helpful uh, or a recipe book be helpful or would a does the fasting challenge sound good like what what would help you if, if anything let me know um so now that we've talked about the topic of the day um we've had our affirmation i'm gonna jump us over or i'm gonna pull us into the well wellness in real life station so i'm gonna have us talk a little bit about you know a concept that can work really well or you know how to override that that wellness barrier that might be going on so let's go there now let's let's talk about it all right so looking at wellness in real life for today, I just want to talk about the struggle regarding um, consistency. That came up in a recent uh, plan with me session that I did over on the YouTube channel. But ultimately, the the frame was really focusing on, you know, wanting to be consistent in the day to day of it all, but also finding it difficult to get it all done. And what I want to say for that is it's really okay. It's okay and healthy and useful to see consistency with flexibility because oftentimes when we look at consistency or to become consistent, we expect a hundred percent. So consistency can also simply happen by making those small micro steps towards doing more of the things you want to be consistent around, even if it's for brief um, episodes of time or for brief intervals or duration, um, but you can do consistency in small doses without it becoming an all or nothing experience. So I just want to put that out there for anyone who's struggling in the consistency department to see consistency itself as attainable with small steps, short spurts, or bursts of effort. So you don't have to do it all. You don't have to be 100% in order to be consistent to be consistent. It's a buildable process, not an all or nothing. So I just wanted to offer that. And then for the other thing I wanted to talk about today is wellness and review. And of course, I have so many things I could I could tell you about um, as far as wellness things that I'm loving right now. But I find the most fun way to do this is to just go into my <laughs> order history on Amazon and then I know exactly what to talk about. So for my wellness and review win today, I'm definitely gonna say I have been super into facial smoothies. And I know that sounds like a, what is that <laughs> kind of thing? But facial smoothies are basically like a face 
facial tape that you kind of apply to help prevent and reduce fine lines and wrinkles. And I have been on a super fun skincare kick lately. So facial smoothies are just basically something you put on your skin at um, bedtime after you've done your bedtime skincare routine, just where you're noticing potential or um, mild fine lines or even, you know, more pronounced uh, fine lines or wrinkles. Um, but you basically put it on your skin and then you go to bed and they're comfortable. I don't necessarily notice them. They don't, you know, disturb my sleep in any way. But in the morning where I see the fine lines trying to do their thing, um, the, the facial smoothie um, anti-wrinkles stickers or whatever they're called have been able to reverse that. So my fine lines are smooth and my skincare is looking good and I just like it. So if you go on Amazon and type in facial smoothies, triangle wrinkle remover strips, um, you'll be one happy camper. That's something that I love. And at some point I'll probably do like a, a skincare, um, at bedtime routine and pop that onto the YouTube channel because I'm all about holistic methods and I don't think I'm going to be a Botox person. I don't think I want to do that route. So I'm really starting to do more investigation as I am now a part of the over 35 crowd. I'm actually 36, but I want to really start to fine tune my skincare to a routine to age gracefully. And I am not about like trying to avoid aging, but I do want to feel like I'm, you know, aware of how to do that holistically, where I feel, you know, really proud about, you know, the, the effort and practice I have in place as far as that overlapping with my health goals and my wellness goals. So that is the wellness in review topic for today. And then just kind of coming through our food for thought. We talked about our affirmation to be present minded. We talked about holistic nutrition and different ways to achieve a healthy body, um, utilizing like the holistic nutrition approach that works for you, considering fasting for not just physical health, but also your mental health, and also considering low calorie, high nutrition, um, high volume meals as a tool to really activate higher energy as well. So that's kind of what we talked about today. And I hope today's podcast episode feels really helpful and inspiring. And of course, I do want to do a quick uh, call, uh, ultra call for uh, the School of Mindset Cultivation. We're going to be having another class this upcoming Sunday where we're going to be focusing on shadow work a little bit and some of our other really powerful mindset and health habit tools. So be sure to stop on by and check us out. When you use the code NEW, you get 50% off your single class pass. So it's just $15 to join a virtual virtual live class and um, the folks in the classes are always getting results each class I'm always so excited to hear like what else has happened for the folks who come to the classes so 
It's a great space to be if you're really here to see some change come into your life this year. And I'm definitely motivated to keep the classes coming because they tend to be making a big difference for folks. Um, So all that to say, come on, join us for a School of Mindset Cultivation class. And then, of course, um, if you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to give give it a five-star review. And then, of course, you know, please be sure to follow the Brandy Jackson YouTube channel. And if you love getting this information just delivered straight to your inbox, sign up for the Holistic Ambition newsletter. And I'm going to see you in the next episode. Currently, I'm thinking every two weeks feels about right. I'd love to be a weekly podcaster, but I feel like every two weeks is a good match. So hang in there with me. I'm still trying to get my rhythm for this podcast thing, but I'm going to keep these podcasts coming. Um, So have a great and marvelous couple of weeks. Hit me up over on the YouTube channel and the newsletter, and I'll look forward to crafting and designing the next episode. Take great care. Talk with you soon.